0: hello
1: hi <laughs> it's it's us it is us tis i'm i'm one whole jamie Mark and i'm P.
0: most of a michael
1: <laughs> and and tatum and, and a, a j, j and
0: a j and a j i'm all those things i'm, and not, those things. Not necessarily I'm an alphabet soup of a person
1: you really are. <laughs> <laughs> you
0: know what I learned? It's funny on social media is people just feel like if you've got a if you're if your name is Michael and you have a J anywhere in your name uh, as an initial, people just feel like you can put it anywhere. It's almost like a mm-hmm. I don't know, like a like it's a choice. Like people call me it's Michael like, uh, Michael J Tatum all the time. I'm like, it's not that's not the name. It's not. It's like it's not. Why are you calling me Michael J? And it's funny. Like people will say. Like, hey, this video is for, like, on uh, TikTok. They'll be like, this video is for Michael J. Tatum. But in order to tag me, they put it in the right order. And I'm like, how did you forget in the time right. it took you? I don't understand. And uh, Some I part understand. of me thinks they just go, ah, oh, it's probably fine. All the letters are there.
1: They're Yeah. It's like, read. you know, if you, once you read, the letters can be scrambled in the middle and you'll still be able to read the word as long as the first and last letter are the same. Mine is, a, my. the big thing for me is because my name is Jamie Markey and they both end in an E, there's an assumption that there's an I-E at the end of both of my <laughs> names, right? And so you get a Wait, not? ie instead of I. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I... And that was recently put on display and in, in the Traders to America list that I've been added to. <laughs> 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 I'm proud of that. You're such a traitor. Uh, You're such a traitor. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Pleasure it,
0: serving with you, Jamie so, and I,
1: <laughs> Jamie, Mar-hee. Um yeah, there's a lot, there's a lot of us on there. It's pretty funny, uh, and it's got. Okay, so I had, to, I don't know if you know this, but this guy, I guess he reviews video games and just like other random stuff. Uh-huh. He really doesn't like women. It seems to be, <laughs> um, and so,
0: May, <laughs> probably, my probably because women don't like him, and he's just really salty about so it.
1: I, I am certainly not a fan. So <laughs> he, uh, he does these reviews and stuff like that. And he decided to put together this list because all these companies were coming out saying Black Lives Matter and all of this stuff. So he's going to do a list of traitors to America. Uh, (laughs) And I bet the Confederacy Uh. is not on there anywhere, but whatever. (laughs) (laughs) Uh. He's putting all these games and, like, you know. He's going to
0: have to add NASCAR to the list now. And he he never thought he'd have to do that.
1: I know. I love that. (laughs) So um, somebody commented to him, and they were like – Shut up, dude. You know you're gonna go back to playing your PlayStation next week, and he's like, "That shows what you know." I, uh, I only play Nintendo, and so someone posted a link to where Nintendo was saying that Black Lives Matter. <laughs> so <laughs> it's been really amusing. One woman put, "Oh, I'm so glad you made this list of companies that I should po- support," and he was like, "Oh, that's not my intention." It was really funny. It's so, <laughs> so funny. It's so funny watching part...
0: assholes like that, uh, like deal with their world getting smaller and I know. smaller and smaller. Oh, D D. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Dungeons and Dragons came out and he was like, they've taken everything. Like, no, and, dude, uh, no but, yeah. dude,
0: you're just an asshole.
1: You're just an asshole. Stop being an asshole and, and you can get thing, the world
0: back. It's really that easy. No one's holding so, it hostage. It's just nope. reality.
1: Yeah, just don't be a dick. Uh, so my favorite part about that, though, was that <laughs> of being on this traitors list is that it says specifically that I support riots and violence and assault and murder specifically. And what makes this hilarious to me is years and years ago, uh, due to no fault of my own, actually, I was targeted by the GamerGate community uh, for a line, uh, writing a line that I didn't write. They just were for like, being oh, a
0: woman with a job. A
1: vagina is attached to that. Let's attack it, and so that's what they did.
0: Well, uh, oh, that's that's the but, closest any of them get to a vagina. Yeah.
1: Exactly. So after that, it was like, it didn't matter what I did. This this certain type of person was going to attack me. And so it goes on and on. And eventually I get death threats. And I look at, because someone was like, you are getting actual, like, legitimate death threats from this article. And so it was an article that I think he wrote about me uh, being in a show that used words like, uh, I believe, patriarchy, SJW. Words like that were said. Did I say the word? And they were so
0: triggered. So triggered. I didn't
1: didn't say it. I didn't write it. I didn't do anything. But apparently I am an omnipotent and had power over all of it. So clearly I was at fault. So this was an article. You are the grand high
0: witch of the feminist movement. No one knew that. No one knew. I'm the grand
1: high witch of a lot of shit. (laughs) I need shirts. Grand high (laughs) witch of all that shit. (laughs) So, um, So anyway, in those comments of that article, people were talking about different ways they were going to murder me right oh, um God and so almighty. what uh, if i'm the one that escalates uh, would you you would think that he automatically would have de-escalated that situation right he would have said don't you know we don't threaten uh, assault violence and murder because i'm not for those things because those are anti-american you know he didn't do that at all he just Weird. let them talk Weird. That's the
0: thing. It, it so Jamie, weird. Jamie, these people aren't smart. None of them are splitting Mm-mm. the atom. They're mm-hmm. all they're all morons. Like, yeah, they have two brain cells to rub together. And sadly, they're nowhere near God each other them. in their skull. And I feel bad for them because it's got to be there's a type of person out there. And there's a lot of them, uh, especially in that camp that, you know, not to generalize, but, you know, they generalize. So fuck them. <laughs> they can take their own goddamn medicine for a change. But I'm like, if you honestly believe those things, like if you honestly in your bones believe that you're an idiot, <laughs> like mm-hmm. you're just an idiot. You're like, oh, mm-hmm. women do this and women with It's like you're so easily threatened. You're so you're so triggered. I don't know. Yeah. So I, I feel like every nothing, day, everything they do is an exercise me- in projection because they're like, oh, yeah. just, whatever, blah, blah. You're so, look at her. She's espousing violence. We should kill her. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, right. <Like>, Stupid. <laughs> uh, and nothing, uh, nothing makes women happier than to have men tell them how they think and what they feel. So that's always fun as well.
0: <laughs> like, Aww. you know what you need? A kitchen, no shoes, and me telling you how you ought to be. Like, <laughs> I mean,
1: I'm fine with having a kitchen and no shoes, but I don't want that motherfucker in my house. Uh, get like, Dude, out!
0: You piss into a thermos under your desk.
1: Mm. <gasps> Who, Ew! In what world
0: does that make you appealing to anyone of any gender,
1: <laughs> of any
0: persuasion? Like, God damn yeah. it! Like, I get it. I get it. It's clearly it's... women are
1: just too picky. <laughs>
0: <laughs> women are just too picky. And these guys aren't because the yeah. Oh God. <laughs> Sorry, right. that's a. That's okay,
1: a, so that was fun. That was funny. That's a, a different. Oh, this is that's cool a different kind of, of ghost story. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> uh, this is this is our ghosticles episode. So we we get you send us your stories and then we read them we back read them. to you and give and give them back to you as a little treat.
0: And we give you notes. Oh, no, we don't do that. We don't do that. <laughs> don't that's do a that. class. That's my, we should it's do. Not we should do. A, we should do a class like. So I would actually say this. This. year. <laughs>
1: Right. So for your placement on this particular. <laughs> okay. Oh, God. Uh, you we'd, wanna make, start?
0: we'd make tens of dollars.
1: We win. Uh, Yeah, I'll
0: start. So our first submission comes from Denise. Uh, Oh, yes, Denise. Uh, Denise says, hi there, me again. I told you all about the Red Lady in my first submission. Now Ah, it's time for a not-so-kind ghost story. Before living in Nacogdoches, Texas, where the Red Lady was, I lived in a rental home with my mom, dad, brother, and sister in Tyler, Texas. Oh, I know Tyler, Tyler. Texas. It's where my parents had their honeymoon. (laughs) They went in the dead. What? (laughs) They were poor. And it was like the six. And they went to Tyler, Texas, like which is at the time and may still be the case was only known for the Tyler Rose Gardens. And their dad's like, I'm gonna take you to the Tyler Rose Gardens, but it was the middle of winter, and so there were no roses. (laughs) (laughs) Really, it really set the stage for their relationship for the rest (laughs) of their life. Anyway. Uh, here is where I saw, says <laughs> Denise. just branches with thorns
1: on them. <laughs> Romance.
0: Here's a bunch of dead things that can still hurt you. Oh!
1: Um. <laughs> <laughs> I do. Uh,
0: <laughs> <laughs> sorry. <laughs> sorry. Sorry. Back to Denise's story. <laughs> okay.
1: Okay. Okay. Tyler, also, Texas.
0: I feel the need to apologize to our <laughs> listeners for all the squeaking. I have a chair in this booth that is like a perfect height for for the mic for me, and it's it's very comfortable. But it sounds like I'm killing mice, and I'm not. Oh. It's just. <laughs> it's just. It's my chair. I'm sorry. I take full responsibility. It's not going to change. Get used to it. It's just part of the show now. Anyway, so um, (laughs) Denise says, uh, Tyler is where I saw the green thumb. No, that does not sound scary, Mm. but just bear with me here. We had a carport rather than a garage, and we often spent times playing under it while Mom cooked dinner. We had a small white rabbit named Snowflake. (laughs) Aw. We support uh, the rabbit. We support the rabbit. (laughs) in a cage near the window that looked out onto the carport. Don't worry, Snowflake stays safe throughout the story. Oh, that's, Thank you. That's good. I'm very happy about that. Don't John um,
1: Wick that poor bunny.
0: <laughs> One night while Mom was cooking dinner, my dad, sister, and brother were under the carport playing. I was about four years old, and this is my only real recollection of this home. My brother and dad were playing basketball as much as a nine-year-old and his father really can, and my three-year-old sister was standing by the rabbit cage holding Snowflake. I opened the back door to join them and saw it immediately as if I walked in on it. My mother and father say I kept calling it the Green Thumb. I guess for some reason I was just too young to use the correct verbiage because I distinctly remember it being an entire hand. I, I opened the back door and my eyes widened in horror. I shrieked a shrill scream and pointed to the ceiling of the carport, screaming for my dad and brother to move. They just stared at me blankly, looking up at the ceiling and back at me and over again. Oh, no! <laughs> My mom came running out of the kitchen and scooped me up. I was crying so hysterically that I couldn't get out the right words. I kept pointing at the ceiling, screaming, The green thumb! It's going to get Dad and Baba!" My sister just stood Aww. there, dumbfounded, with Snowflake calmly in her arms. Everyone was staring at me with slack jaws, looking at one another, back to the ceiling, back at me, no words. The entire time, as everyone just stood there... I watched a hazy, booger green colored hand (laughs) slowly grasping at my family. It was not attached to an arm and looked like a green fog in the shape of a hand. It kept reaching down as if a giant's hand were slowly, dopily trying to snatch a family member. The wrist of the hand just kind of feathered off into nothingness, so it was literally just a hand jutting out from the bottom of the roof of the carport. The most frustrating part was that I was screaming bloody murder for them to move, get out of its way before it hurts them and takes them, and they just kept looking straight up at it. It was obvious that I could see something that they could not. Mom held me in her arms, put my face to her shoulder, and told everyone to get inside. She had my father complete the cooking while she held me at the kitchen table and rocked me, shushing me and trying to calm me down. I insisted that we lock the doors and close all the curtains because I didn't want the green thumb to come inside. My brother still to this day tells me that that night I was probably the most inconsolable that I have ever been in my life. I was absolutely terrified. I do not remember this part, but my mom says that uh, this was not the last time I saw the green thumb. She says that maybe two or three more times we would uh, be doing a normal evening activity like eating dinner, watching TV, or playing a board game in the living room, and I would see the green thumb through the window. She said I would begin a fit of crying again, and my brother and father would run around the house closing all the curtains so that I could not see out the windows. We eventually moved huh. out of the house in Tyler, Texas, and I never saw the green thumb again. Creepy. Weird. That's really. It that makes you
1: wonder what it was.
0: It's the green giant. Oh, the green oh, oh. Giant. You know, it makes me think green when I was a, when I was a kid, the cemetery where so much of my family is buried in Collin County. Um, Had a pair of, you know, the praying hands, uh, the the classic sort of praying hands. It's a a big old, like, gigantic. At the time, I I felt it was like 100 feet tall. It was probably like 10 feet tall of praying hands at one memorial site at this thing. And whenever we drove by it, because you had to pass by it to get out the the gates of the cemetery back onto the access road, um, I would scream because I was convinced those hands were going to grab us and, like, crush us. Like for They were the hands of
1: judgment praying for you.
0: It was like like we were just flies and it was gonna be like smack, smack. Like they scare I still I go to that cemetery every now and again to pay my respects to to my grandparents and and my brother and all that and I I still pass by that statue, and I still get a little twinge of like. Mm, now is not the time. Now is not the time for me to learn that my childhood fears were well founded. Please just let me go. That's true. Yeah, but that's what that makes me think of. It's creepy. Yeah, creep. that is yeah. really creepy. Ooh. Well, and um, good story, it more Denise. Than once and good story. good story. Good story. Really
1: good story. Okay, next we have Luna. Luna. Hi, I'm Luna, and I'm from the Netherlands. Oh, cool! Yay! Uh, first of all, I want to say that this is literally the most amazing podcast I've ever listened to. <gasps> Thank you. Thank you. My ADHD normally makes me listen to like three episodes of a podcast I like, and then I'm bored. But I've been listening <laughs> to yours nonstop. Y'all are so funny and great. Keep it up. Oh,
0: cool! Wow, we're anyway, loved in the Netherlands. Uh, I'm so I'm so validated by that.
1: Um, I know. Um, an keeping ADHD busy in the Netherlands. This long reach. It's a long reach. Uh, <laughs> anyway, I used to be super sensitive, but that slowly went away the moment my depression and anxiety got worse and worse. And since my depression started when I was about eight years old, I don't have many experiences to talk about. However, last January, we had to put down our 13-year-old dog because he was old and tired and he had cancer. Uh, we were all devastated, of course. I get that. About a week later, my mom said she could smell his fart. (laughs) Believe me, you would know it's his. He could empty a room with his smell. It was like he was rotten inside. That is a description of Genji's fart.
0: It so is... Genji's fart smell like a refrigerator no one's cleaned in years.
1: Years that possibly housed a body at some point. <laughs> okay. Uh, so Stinky Fart. Okay. My brother and I didn't smell anything, but she could swear that's what she smelled. My brother had a few experiences, too. He is by far the most sensitive person in the house, like hearing his paws walking over the ground, feeling him stand against his leg, et cetera, et cetera. But a few nights ago, I finally had an experience. It has been so long. I was so excited. Back when he was alive, I would always wish him goodnight when I was walking upstairs to go to bed, just like I wish our birds goodnight. Now, I like that. That's sweet. Yeah. Um, Usually, I'm just like, don't be assholes. That's the way I say goodnight and goodbye. Uh, Now, I was walking up the stairs and said goodnight to, to my two birds, and the moment I had said both their names, I heard the very distinct sound of my dog's snores. It was so familiar I almost cried, so I whispered, Good night, Baloo, and walked to the top of the stairs, still hearing the snore. It was such an amazing experience, I didn't want it to end. Anyway, that's my little story. I'll make sure to send things in when I experience them. Aww. Have a nice day, you two. Goodbye! Oh, and I have some little stories from when I was younger that I'll send in.
0: Yes, please!
1: That was such a good, sweet story! Nice! Love it. Nice! Of, I mean, my first experience that I knew about was with the dog. So, Mm. yeah, yeah, babies, sweet. Sweet. Hey, guess what? What? It's our one and only commercial.
0: I love it's new. I love that we only have one commercial, and it's for us.
1: It's new for June. So yes. this is for our Patreon. Uh, we're going to try to make this one shorter than last time.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so we can get to the good uh, shit.
1: So we can get to the good stuff. But uh, please join our Patreon. We appreciate everyone uh, who has already joined. If uh, you can, we appreciate any support so that we can remain commercial three- free.
0: <laughs> commercial free.
1: <laughs> for free three. for commercial the podcast. Free. So that means yeah. no commercials except for this one for the podcast. Um You guys really help us, and uh, we really, really appreciate it. We have a Discord that's available, uh, depending upon the tier. You can go to patreon.com slash ghoulintentions to find out those different tiers. If you choose the Discord tier, we have two Discord chats per month. Yes. We'll have, uh, what days are those, Michael? Uh,
0: This month, it'll be June 16th for the uh, Phantasms, correct? Or no, for, for no. that's, uh, sorry, June 16th will be the All Skate. <laughs> and uh, as we like to call it, where everyone on the Discord can can uh, come and ask us questions. And uh, the one for the Phantasmas will be June 30th. That's, uh, both times will be at 7 p.m. Central Standard Time. That's and, right. And
1: uh, it should be a blast. It should be, so uh, if you wanna join the Discord chat, you have to be on one of those Discord tiers. I think they start at $8, um, but you can join several different types of tiers. So go check that out, please support us. We appreciate everybody who is so supportive, and don't forget to continue sending your stories to goolintentions.com on the menu. Thank you so much! Thank you!
0: All right, this one comes from uh, Mariam. M-A-R-I-A-M, Mariam, Mariam, Maryam, 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 Maryam. I'm probably butchering it, my apologies. The summer house just outside of downtown Dubai sparked a memory I have long forgotten. As I came uh, this month to see how things were going, I happened to find myself walking in on the dark living room. The houses here have an extra living room just for the sole purpose of any guests. I was enjoying a lovely sunny morning when my mother asked me to turn on the air conditioning in that specific part of the house. Walking in, I felt a sudden memory emerge from the past, I remembered the sleeping thing I had heard a few months back, the day I also happened to be doing the same objective, when by one of these solo large throne-like chairs. I heard someone snoring and shuffling around. I remember being shocked and just frozen, but I also had gotten to the point of these things being normalized. I walked closer and closer, tiptoeing, making sure not to wake anything up, That whatever it was. It had gotten to the point of being so close that I could hear the snoring near my face. With the AC now being uh, closed, it got even louder. Uh, I was so aware. I was also aware that no one was in the house except my sister, who was now asleep, with her room being the farthest in the house. It stopped. I tried looking for that sound again, but nothing had come out of it. At the exact moment, I could hear something crash in my sister's room. Sound asleep, she was still. Excuse me. She was still sound asleep, but there were three portraits by her hall. Uh, Sorry, lost my place. God damn it. Sound asleep. <laughs> she was sound asleep, but there were three portraits by her hall. Uh, I guess they mean the hall near her door that it all crashed down uh, despite being nailed to the wall. I also should mention that the dining hall opposite that guest living room had beautiful paintings on the ceilings. Um, But they began to look like someone was scratching them and trying to tear them down. Ew. Another story my mother reminded me about was when she and my father had gone house hunting long before any of us were born. She begins by telling us about the first house they stopped by, a large white house that seemed quite abandoned from afar. As they began to descend the vehicle and enter by the gate, my mother saw a large black cat staring at her from afar. Not thinking much of it as they entered the house, my mother looked back. And it was gone. The house looked lovely. She said she was surprised no one had bought it, and uh, it came with a large pool, lavish carpets, and a large stairway, and a strange dome-like glass ceiling in the middle of uh, in the middle of it that was shaped. Uh, and divided into, tri- shape-like and divided into triangles. Uh, like a geodesic, I guess I'm, like a geodesic design is what I'm thinking. As my mm-hmm. parents walked in the main door, it quickly slammed behind them as if, uh, 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 slammed behind them as though a force was there. They didn't think much <laughs> about it uh, at the time. As they proceeded to wonder about, they found themselves curiously looking around at the pool area. One of the lamps had burst the moment they entered. None of the electricity was even on.
1: Suddenly, ooh, ooh! Right,
0: that's that's a that's a sign. <laughs> like,
1: yeah.
0: I just I just don't think this house is for us, guys. Uh, um, this is
1: like the um. It makes me think because it's in Dubai. It makes me think of Nuke's top five. Some of the guys from, yeah, uh, from the Middle East yeah. Bishmila! 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 Bishmila. <laughs> <laughs> and every
0: time I hear that, I just think of Bohemian Rhapsody. That shows me. I know, and then I go How cultured that. I am. <laughs> yeah. No, we will not let you go. Um. Suddenly feeling uneasy, my mother urged my father to leave. In an attempt to hurry back to the car, they passed the main entrance and noticed all the carpets had been folded perfectly. as if someone was warning them. Yes. Finally, back to the car, my mother was questioning my father furiously. What is this house, she asked. (laughs) Uh, He bust out laughing, and he told her all about it. Of course, it was a haunted house. (laughs) He he, he giggled as my poor mother was attempting to stop laughing as well. It turns out (laughs) there was a war between two families on the same land that the house was built on. We still passed that house, and after 20 years, no one has bought it.
1: Whoa! Ooh. Oh! Oh my God! That's so good! I love that. It's such a good story. That can me goosebumps.
0: Hmm. I like the carpet. I like the guy. Car- yeah. I
1: know. Lamps
0: exploding when the electricity's not even on. That's that's that. That, that ghost is like, going above and beyond gonna, to tell them.
1: I know. And the dad is like, "I'm gonna take her to this haunted." It's going to be amazing. We're going to go in there. It's going to creep around. This out. reminds
0: me. There's a beautiful little movie called Autumn Spring that came out in the early aughts, and it's a Polish film, but it's about uh, it's about a couple that so remind me of my grandparents. And the the dude is, like, even though he's, like, in his 60s or 70s or whatever, he's, like, such a, he's such a childlike man. He's such a prankster. And one of his favorite things to do is get his old theater buddies together, pretend to be really rich, and go and tour these houses that are way outside their price range. I mean, the kind of houses right. that you show up in a limo... And there's, like, a team of realtors there in tuxes with, like, champagne pyramids um, yeah. to greet you and stuff. And they'll go around and just be like, mm mm-hmm, that's pretty good, pretty good. And they're like, eh, it's too shabby. And so, you know, he's, he always ends these interviews by being like, mm, it's just too shabby for me. I'm sorry, too shabby, too shabby. And <laughs> they not whole- do that
1: now. They make you do credit checks before <laughs> right, you can even right? go to a lot well, of these places. So yeah.
0: the whole movie is about he and his wife kind of. At, at Loggerheads because he's the sort of dreamer, the Don Quixote, and she's the very practical one that's like, you're an old man, we're about to die. It is time to be respectable. Respect, respect, respectable. Respectable. That's us. We're respectable. <laughs> we're respectable.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> but uh, finally, in the last scene, she decides like, okay, I love you, and that's I just, I've got to let you in. <laughs> respectable.
1: Cool <Ghoul> intentions. Respectable. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Anyway, let me tell the story. (laughs) God damn it. <laughs> okay, so tell. I'm sorry. Tell me. So
0: they had the whole movie is spent with him, kind of at war with each other, and at the end, she finally decides to kind of just let him be who he is, and and um, she decides to go along with him to one of these prank runs, and so the last scene is like they're in this fancy ass limo, and they're dressed like they're a million bucks, but it's all just theater costuming, and and the white, and they're driving up to the house, this new huge like m- like 200 year old manor house that's for sale. And there's this whole team of people waiting and the drive is circular, you know? And so the guy and the woman, his wife is just sweating. She's so nervous. She's like, I can't believe I'm... I can't... I can't believe we're doing this. Oh my god, I'm, we're gonna get caught. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm just, I'm gonna, I'm gonna be bad. I'm gonna be terrible. And he's like, it's, "You're gonna be fine. You're gonna be fine." And he's, she's so nervous that in like a final act of love for her in the movie, he like he just tells the driver, "Just keep on going. Just turn around and go right back." And as he rolls down the window and passes the realtors, he's like, "Too shabby, too shabby. Sorry, and they <laughs> just go." And it's like the perfect. I fucking love that movie called autumn spring and it's autumn spring yeah okay yeah and the, the right, main guy right. was played by a Polish voice actor who did a lot of cartoons in Poland very oh. well known uh, in nice. in that country so a little little side note anyway sorry that was just okay. that's all kind right. of what that story reminded me about
1: uh okay <laughs> this is our next story <laughs> is from Jen. This is a good story. It's a long one, though. Okay. Okay. I'm in. Hi, Jamie and Michael. Hi. My name is Jen, and this is my first time submitting a ghost story. But this is not the first story. One of the first time one of my stories has been told on this podcast. Oh. I actually met you guys at Minneapolis GalaxyCon back in November. Yeah. I got to come on stage and tell the story of my family burning down our 100-plus-year-old farmhouse and then smelling cigarette smoke and seeing a partial apparition— I remember that very well. —who I believe to be my grandpa, yeah, while painting the new house. I wanted to get completely caught up on the podcast before submitting my own story, and I finally finished today. The story of how we found your podcast panel at GalaxyCon is actually kind of funny. My friend Sam and I were walking around the con looking for something to do before karaoke started. I get that. (laughs) it. love karaoke. Uh, When we walked past a large group of people waiting outside a room, we figured we would see what everyone was waiting for and asked a girl if she knew what was going on. She said, oh, I don't really know, but a couple of my favorite voice actors are hosting a panel. (laughs) We figured, what the heck, we'll go see what's going on and waited with everyone else. When we got into the room, I saw there were little fake candles on the center of each table. My first thought was, well, this is going to be, this is about to get really sexy or really spooky, and I really hope it's spooky. <laughs> Maybe well, it was both. Yeah, it was totally those, both. those
0: aren't mutually exclusive categories. I'm That's just saying. right.
1: That was a sexy, spooky panel. <laughs> it's, uh,
0: it's spexy.
1: Yeah. <laughs> when, we, when we found, God, it was so much fun. When we found <laughs> out we were there to listen to ghost stories, Sam and I gave each other a look like we made the right choice. And now, here I am, seven months later, submitting another story. Yes. So, when I was done with my story at GalaxyCon, <laughs> Jamie pulled out the green laser pointer thing and pointed it behind me. <laughs> I, I, did that, I did that to everybody who told the story to see if there was a ghost was behind great. them, so we would know from our laser pointer. Um, and I said, oh, I have a ghost. I call him Charles. So, if he's hanging out here, don't be alarmed. <laughs>
0: this is
1: the story of charles yes yes shortly after i graduated high school i started working at our local sub shop and there were a few stories of weird stuff happening the large aluminum bowls would go flying off the shelves crashing to the ground when only the opener was there things would be put down on a table only to be missing a few moments later and the radio would sometimes turn off or on by itself These things didn't happen very often, but when they did, the staff would giggle and jokingly say, it's a ghost," and get back to work. (laughs) I have always believed in the paranormal, and my friends and I have all had some really creepy experiences. So I knew something was up. At night, after we uh, um, at night after we would finish cleaning and let me do that again. At night after we would finish cleaning and <laughs> clocking out, we had to reach up and turn the radio off. The radio was on a higher shelf, so some of us vertically challenged folks I get that would have to hop up on the desk desk chair to reach the power button. Or if it's in my case, I say, Michael, will you will you
0: get that for me? Yeah, let me bend um, down and, s- and turn this on.
1: I have a banner <laughs> that uh, is too tall for me to put together. And if Michael's there, that's exactly how I do it. Every time, Michael, <laughs> will you help me with
0: my banner? It's
1: and true. then he's always talking to someone and he'll go, oh, yeah, yeah. Hold on just a second. I got to go home. It's really funny. It's, it's true. He, true. It's like he does not acknowledge that I've said it like that at all.
0: <laughs> no, it's funnier that way. Because then it just leaves everyone <laughs> who can hear it very confused. Like,
1: Michael. is that
0: how she really talks? I'm like, yeah, yeah,
1: it is. Yeah, it's how she always talks. Don't go to that table. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Okay, some nights, uh, right after we would put the chair back at the desk and put our hands on the doorknob to leave, the radio would turn back on. We would begrudgingly pull the chair back over to the shelf, step back up, and shut the radio off, pull the chair back, and leave. Once in a while, the closers would get yelled at by the openers. Why didn't you guys shut off the radio before leaving last night? We would shrug our shoulders and say, we did turn it off think that's silly like who cares if the radio's on all night but anyway yeah right that's just my opinion like calm down opener. that's a a very dad thing to be worried about
0: like you're using electricity like okay we're using like a watt like shut up
1: yeah no calm down please okay one night after a very long day i hopped up on the chair and hit the power button on the radio this time though before the other closer and i could even get to the back door music started blaring over the speakers again i groaned and pulled the chair back out before I hopped up on the chair, the music stopped. I cocked my head at the radio and mumbled something about the ghost and walked back to the door. Right as we opened the door, the radio turned back on. I said, what the fuck? And grabbed a chair, <laughs> climbed up, and very forcefully turned the radio off. I stared at it a second, and it turned back on. I went back and forth <laughs> just, for at least ten more times.
0: I'm just picturing the ghost go, ah, ah.
1: Ah, ah, ah. No, I can't. No, I'm, uh, I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna do ah, I am going to do it i can you. Can you imagine though, just sitting there? She says I turned the radio back off, something turned it back on. At least ten times. So it's just like click, something turns it on, click, something turns
0: it on. <laughs> red light, green like, light. Whoo. Green light, red light. <laughs> <laughs> exactly.
1: <laughs> uh, I finally had enough. I put an I pulled a name out of thin air, mustered up my best mom voice, and firmly said, Charles, that is enough. It is time to go home. <laughs> and pressed the power button. Nothing. I slowly got down from the chair. Still nothing. I walked back to the back door where my coworker behind us, uh, uh, wait, where my coworker stood with his eyes wide and jaw on the floor. Nothing. We shut the door behind us and waited for a moment in case it turned back on. Nothing. After that (laughs) night, we didn't have any more problems with the radio or things going missing or bowls flying off shelves unless I was working. Mm -hmm. I have been told I have a very powerful energy. And as Jamie has said before, energy is kind of like a beacon that can attract spirits. And I think I did just that when I yelled at Charles. I had never had any paranormal experiences at my parents' house, besides when we were painting that one time, before that night— But since then, random things go missing all the time. Uh, I was alone one time when I heard a knocking sound that started on one side of the house that very quickly circled all the way around the house a few times. I've heard a voice coming from our basement, hashtag fuckabasement, and the light in my room would sometimes flicker. Oh, my. A few years later, I moved out of my parents' house with Sam, my friend from GalaxyCon. A few days after we got settled in, I was in my room just relaxing and scrolling Facebook. All of a sudden, the plastic tubs holding my socks and underwear went flying off the shelf in my closet. They didn't just tip over. It was as if someone stuck their arm behind the tubs and forcefully shoved <laughs> them off the shelf. Sorry. <laughs> was that I mean, the squeaking chairs? No, that was me sneezing like an <laughs> asshole.
0: I couldn't, I've couldn't. i been trying to hold it in for like the past two paragraphs. And I'm probably like, Bless no, you, it's good. to I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's all right. I'm sorry. I'm really into the story, though. I tried not to sneeze.
1: Yeah, you. It was all right.
0: Okay, so it got real hot and then cooled <laughs> off a little,
1: and that always does. It. Okay, uh, uh, uh. so for, Okay, uh, plastic tubs holding the, the socks. Yeah, I kind of chuckled and said, "Charles, quit being a perf. And cleaned up the mess. <laughs> <laughs> the same spooky stuff happened at our apartment. Stuff went mit- missing. Footsteps would be heard walking around. And Sam heard something strumming my ukulele one night while I was gone. Oh. To this day, after oh. moving multiple times since that one crazy night at the sub shop, I will have my keys go missing or our pets will sometimes bark or hiss at uh, when nothing is there. Mm-hmm. I have never felt scared or threatened by Charles. So I have never attempted to detach him from me. If anything, Charles does, uh, and Charles, if anything, when Charles does start giving me the creeps, I firmly tell him to stop, and he will. I think he just likes to spook me to remind me that he's still there. I get so it. So the story of how I have a spirit following me—that's the story of how I have a spirit following me. I would go into detail about other things Charles has done, but my story is long enough as it is. Thank you for reading my story, and I will be sure to submit more stories if you like. Duh, because there's plenty more where that came from. Do it. Yeah. Stay spooky, Jen and Charles.
0: Be sure to tell Charles <laughs> that our podcast is a great way to brand himself.
1: That's true. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: it's, it's, we're kind of like oh, we're good kind stories. of like I feel like po- our podcast is kind of like voice bank for ghosts.
1: It's true. Yeah, (laughs) we're here for you guys as
0: well. That's so good. That's so good. Oh, I love it. I love hearing more. What a good selection today. Yeah,
1: yeah, good, good stuff, guys. Thank you so much for sending in your stories. Please keep doing it.
0: Yeah. Send us your spooky stories. And to our regular submitters, keep sending in more. Keep sending in updates. Mm We love following your stories. As they yes. happen. So, yep. sweet.
1: All right. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you guys again. Uh, Ghoulintentions.com is the website. Check mm-hmm. it out. Mm-hmm. Send in your stories there. Yes. Of course, our Patreon, uh, patreon.com, Ghoul Intentions, if you want to join. I believe we have some uh, chats coming up. let yes. So, yes, let's I check do. our schedules for that. Sweet. And um, I guess stay safe.
0: Stay sane.
1: And remember, it's, it's okay, okay to, to sleep, sleep with, with the, the lights, lights on. on.